God is not a God of disorder or confusion, but is the God of peace. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning stars rise in your hearts. You are tuning into the Tribe of Christians podcast with host Brandon Dawson, the chief sinner, bringing you a peace of mind, clarity, insight, and perspective to the world you live in by the word of God, featuring the latest updates on end time prophecy news. Don't, Don't forget, forget to subscribe to the, to the Tribe of, of Christians, Christians broadcast, either on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Facebook, or YouTube at tribeofchristians.com. Without further ado, here is your host and teacher, The Chief Sinner. Hey guys, welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians broadcast. I'm your host and teacher, Brandon Dawson. Guys, I have got a probably one of the most significant and profound prophetic teachings on the Jewish New Year that I have ever given or have ever taught. Uh, this is going to be a very significant, very extremely profound prophetic message for the coming Jewish New Year for 5783 or 2023. So I guarantee you guys that uh, what I'm going to tell you, what I'm going to show you and reveal to you guys, uh, I don't think you'll be able to find this interpretation anywhere else on the internet or on YouTube. It's just extremely significant. A lot of people have missed the details. They've missed uh, the things that are happening in the present tense and in great context. So you guys are going to want to pay full close attention to everything that I'm going to tell you and show you in this video. It's extremely profound. So the Jewish New Year starts over in the month of September on the Jewish holiday of Rosh Hashanah, which is also known as the Biblical Old Testament of the Feast of Trumpets. So the New Year starts over in September versus uh, January. So the Hebrew calendar also follows a cycle of seven years, uh, where the last year, that seventh year, is known as a holy year of rest. It's called the Shemitah year. Then after that Shemitah year, the cycle starts over. Now, there is a total of seven sets of seven cycles that occurs, totaling a total of 49 years. And then after that 49th year, the 50th year is considered a very uh, a blessed year. It's called the Jubilee year. Now, the Shemitah cycle uh, dates all the way back to the very beginning. Um, after the it, Its beginning originates after the second temple was destroyed. And so... Uh, that's where they calculate the Shemitahs and the seven-year cycles from the first year after the destruction of the second temple. So um, if you're just curious of how far back that this dates to. Now, Rosh Hashanah, or the Feast of Trumpets, uh, this year occurs September 25th through the 27th. It begins on sundown on Friday, which uh, is when the Sabbath begins. And then it concludes um, on sundown on Saturday. Now, every year uh, around this time frame, around June or July, I release an annual prophetic word or teaching concerning the coming Jewish New Year using a system what I call what is called gematria. Gematria is where you take the numbers and the numerical value uh, concerning the Hebrew uh, alphabet. And you connect it to a number um, in relation to the Hebrew calendar uh, to portray a prophetic outlook for that coming year. 
Now, the Hebrew alphabet is comprised of 22 letters, and so each letter also represents a number. And the letters in the Hebrew alphabet are also pictographs. They uh, can symbolize or, or foretell of a uh, particular story through a picture of the letter. And so you can take that letter, you can take the picture, and, um, and in biblical context, see if there's any prophetic patterns occurring uh, that can give you a prophetic message. So this September 25th um, begins the uh, the new Jewish year, and it will be the year for 5783, the Jewish year for 5783 or for 2023. And so what I'm going to be doing, again, is I'm going to take the Hebrew alphabet system uh, of Gematria through uh, using the biblical and prophetic context, all right, looking through prophetic patterns throughout the the Bible and convey a prophetic message for this coming year, which begins in three months on September. Now, this system doesn't always work, uh, and it's not always accurate in history. However, through my research, I have discovered that during times of very significant prophetic seasons, God will in fact use this system, use the Hebrew calendar and the Gematria system to speak a message to where it does prove to be accurate. So I've done this over the last five years, and so far every year it's proved to be extremely accurate and extremely credible each year that I have done this. For example, all right, for the year 2020, it was the Hebrew year 5780. The Hebrew letter for the number 80 is the letter Pei, which means mouth, and it symbolizes a mouth. Now, numerically speaking, the number 20 in the Bible uh, usually represents and symbolizes a testing period, uh, usually completed by judgment of some sort. Now, the number 2 in the Hebrew is the letter Bed, which can symbolize a house. And it's also the first letter of the Torah, um, and it can symbolize accountability. It can symbolize uh, the revelation, the revealing of something that's hidden, the revealing of corruption or evil, and the manifestation of something being spoken, rather a blessing or curse, because uh, pay symbolizes the mouth, and the uh, Word of God was manifested through being spoken. So therefore, that year, we prophesied using the letter bet and the letter pay that 2020 would not only be a very significant year of revelation, the revealing of corruption and evil, but it would also be a year of trial and tribulation, a testing period that would result in judgment, the judgment of either blessing or curse. And so, of course, in fact, that year turned out to be a uh, definitely a year of trial and tribulations, um, and there was a massive level of corruption and fraud that was being revealed and exposed, and our nation ultimately fell under judgment at the hands of Joe Biden. And so the year 2021, the, the next year after that, it was the year, the Hebrew year, or the Jewish year for 5781. Now the Hebrew letter for the number one is the letter Aleph, okay, that, uh, which means master. It's the, uh, it means master, and it's the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. But the 21st Hebrew alphabet letter is the letter Shin, S-H-I-N, which means teeth. To press, it means sharp, and it can also symbolize and represent the divine judgment of God. And so for 2021, uh, in reality, it was an extension, a continuation of the year 2020. Because uh, pay 5780, is the mouth, and so if 2021 
for shin is the teeth. Uh, the teeth or the tooth is an extension of the mouth, so within the mouth. So that year was a continuation of 2020, and we saw that. We saw that uh, not only with with uh, Joe Biden being sworn into office, we saw massive um, amounts of abuse of power concerning the COVID lockdowns, the mask mandates, all the horrific vaccine max mandates. And so that word indeed proved to be true and accurate. And so what we're seeing is uh, so far in the last uh, four or five years right now is a pattern, a very specific particular pattern uh, with the theme of the number two. So uh, with this being said, 5783 for 2023, it's going to be a continuation and extension of 2021. So I'm sorry, 2022. So if 2021 was the climax of 2020, then I, we can safely say that 2023 is going to be the climax or the pinnacle for 2022. Now in the Bible, all right, the number two usually represents division. And so we've seen that consistent theme of division over the last two years. And we're going to see that theme amplified. It's going to be escalated even greater. And what makes all of this even more significant, okay, the year for 5782, the year that we are currently in, 2022, it is a seventh Shemitah year, okay? The year right now is a sabbatical Sabbath holy year, a year of rest. So that means that next year, 2023 is going to start a brand new cycle. It's going to be a brand new cycle. It's going to be the first year of a new seven-year cycle. And so what we're not only going to see this exclamation or this, es uh, this escalation, a climax, a continuation, uh, but we're also going to see a conclusion point. Meaning it's uh, that all of this, everything that we have seen happening over the last seven years, uh, including the Obama administration since 2015, it's finally going to come to an end, a conclusion point. God is about to complete what has been done over the last seven years. He's going to put a finish to it. So it's going to complete this complete cycle. Now, on top of all of that, okay, just looking at the greater picture, if you take a step back, uh, the, it's the, the end of the seven-year cycle period and also the beginning of a new cycle period, all right? This past January, January 22nd this year, 2022, it was, in fact, the 49th year anniversary of Roe v. Wade. So this means that next year, January 22nd of 2023, it's going to be the 50th year anniversary of Roe v. Wade, a jubilee. That is extremely profound, and it's extremely significant. There's no coincidence about it. And so this means that uh, a jubilee is where there is freedom, there's liberation, there's reconciliation, and there is also this retribution or justice payback for wrongdoing. So on the 50th year, all right, laws in the law of Moses, uh, slaves were set free. Those who were indentured uh, slaves who had to work to pay off a debt, they were freed on the 50th year. Those who were in debt were forgiven of that debt on the 50th year. Now, those who lost land for whatever reason, okay, in Israel, land is very is a sacred inheritance. And that goes all the way back to the time of Jacob and his 12 sons. Land was restored 
to rightful owners on the 50th year. The Jubilee was also a year of retribution and payback of justice for wrongdoing. And so what's happening right now, if you look in the headlines, what the most significant headline of they're saying of this generation of a time uh, uh, in the last 50 years concerning the Supreme Court, Roe v. Wade is on the crisp of being overturned. And so if the uh, Supreme Court justices hold firm to their original draft, that means that Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. That is extremely significant. There is absolutely no coincidences. And so what God is telling us, what he is saying here, uh, is about the credibility of this timeline, the calendar system, all right? There are no coincidences with him. So in other words, God is saying, listen, pay attention, listen carefully. God is faithful to his word because everything that we're seeing is real. There's no gimmicks to this. And things are indeed coming. Retribution is coming. Justice is coming. And that's what we're going to see concerning 2023. Now, I believe that uh, this message is probably going to be one of the most profound and very uh, accurate uh, prophetic messages concerning the Hebrew calendar of our generation, of a lifetime. So there's a lot of very significant things are happening. So in order to understand the coming year, you have to understand the significance of our current year. So as I showed you, because 2021 was the continuation of 2022, then this year is going to be a continuation of, uh, I'm sorry, 2021 was the continuation of 2020. So that means 2023 is a continuation of 2021. So this pattern is a very specific prophetic pattern concerning uh, these years that are working in pairs, in conjunction. They're an extension of one, they're an extension of the others. So now the year 5783, in itself, it doesn't say very much. That's why if you, but if you take a step back, you take a look at everything that's happening, uh, then you can see the entire picture, and it's tremendous uh, what's occurring here. So as I mentioned, there's 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. Now that number should sound familiar to you guys because we are in the year 2022, and uh, it's the Hebrew year for 5782. Now if you look at the Hebrew alphabet, the number two, is the letter bet. It means house. Now, a lot of people uh, said that it was 5782 was the year of bet, but the 22nd Hebrew alphabet letter, as in 2022, is actually, it's not bet. It is the letter tav, T-A-V, and it means something completely different. So the letter tav, it has three forms, okay? It has, uh, it's more modern form, symbolizes, or it looks like a door, a door frame or a doorpost. Uh, but the original ancient form of the letter Tav actually looks like an X or a cross. The letter Tav also has two meanings, in which it means either to mark or it means truth. So in a biblical sense, uh, the two go hand in hand together. So you see where I'm going with this. You see where this is going yet. In the book of Exodus, we see the, the, the very first act of this marking of something, this, uh, this marking of Tav. Okay, this is where we get the, where this original meaning comes from concerning the uh, very first Passover. 
where the angel of death passed through Egypt, killing the firstborn child or animal. Now pay very close attention to this because this is extremely important. Exodus chapter 12, verse 7, God commanded the Israelites to put three marks, three marks of land's blood on their doorposts. Okay, to put a mark on each side, on the left and on the right of the doorpost, and then on the top. So this is also a foreshadowing or a picture of Jesus who would eventually be sacrificed as the Lamb of God for the sins of mankind. And even more specifically, it was an image of not just the cross, okay, but all three markings uh, were an image of all three of the crosses that would be present during Jesus' crucifixion, where Jesus had the two thieves on each side of him. And so if you look at the pictograph form of the letter Tav, it symbolizes that act, the doorpost, and the marking of the door uh, post that occurred during the Passover exodus. So those who marked their doorposts with the land's blood, uh, the angel of death would not enter that home and he would pass over it. And so the blood of Jesus redeems us from eternal death and damnation to eternal life. Now, there is another instance where we see the word tav that's found in the Bible with this act of marking something. It's found in Ezekiel chapter 9, verses 4, concerning the destruction of the temple. And in fact, this is where we get the New Testament passage of 1 Peter 4.17 concerning the end times, where Peter says judgment begins first uh, with God's household. So Ezekiel chapter 9, 1 and 6. Uh, let me go ahead and read it for you guys because it's very significant concerning this context. The Bible says, Then I heard him call out in a loud voice, Bring near those who are appointed to execute judgment on the city each with a weapon in his hand. And I saw six men coming from the direction of the upper gate, which faces uh, north, each with a deadly weapon in his hand. With them was a man clothed in linen who had riding kit at his side. They came in and he stood beside the bronze altar. Now the glory of God of Israel went up from above the cherubim where it had been, and it moved the threshold of the temple. When the Lord God called to the men clothed in linen, who had the writing kit at his side, uh, and said to him, Go throughout the city of Jerusalem and put a mark, okay, put a tav on the foreheads of those who grieve and lament over the detestable things that are done in it. And as I listened, he said to the others, Follow him through the city and kill without showing pity or, or compassion. Slaughter the old men, the young men and women, the mothers and children. Do not touch any of them who have the mark. Begin at my sanctuary. So they began with the old men who were in front of the temple. Now, a lot of people don't realize this. When they think about God, they think about the Lord Jesus, right? They don't realize that God is uh, not just loving and compassionate and merciful. God is actually fierce, and he is uh, very extremely just. And you, we just read it there that it didn't matter if you were a woman or a child. It made no difference. He showed absolutely no compassion concerning the sins that were being uh, that were being committed. And so the word for mark in the Hebrew uh, word for that letter Tom, it means literally to mark. So in both of these instances of this Tav, rather if, uh, in the uh, Exodus or here in Ezekiel, 
concerning the destruction of the temple. Okay, there's this act of marking. And so before God executes judgment, before judgment can occur and happen, there is first a marking, an act of marking or distinguishing the truth from the lie. Those who belong to the truth and those who belong to God who belong to Jesus and those who do not. And so in Revelation, also in the book of Revelation, there are two marks that occur. There's the mark of the beast for those who worship the beast and then the mark of God or the the uh, the seal of God. Now, both marks are put on the foreheads. So first comes the mark. Revelation 7, the 144,000 witnesses are first marked and sealed with God's seal of protection before judgment is executed. So in essence, you have this harvesting taking place, this separation that's occurring, this identification process. So this year, 2022, 5782, okay, is dealing with a marking that's taking place. And so I believe both in a literal and a spiritual sense. Beginning, or it began September of 2021, last year, going all the way through this year, there was what happened, all right? There was this massive, uh, massive things happening among the uh, churches and Christians concerning their stance on rather to comply or not comply concerning the government mandates, the lockdowns, the vaccines, the mask mandates, uh, the government, all right, the, the tyrannical government and the tyrannical orders that were being placed. So this was about finding out who churches or which churches were willing to stand upon the truth because Tav also means truth. It's not just an act of marking. It also means truth. So it was also about which Christians and which churches stood on the word of God who never closed their doors, who did not comply with the mandates and all this stuff. Because at the very heart of this entire fight concerning the truth is dealing with abortion. This is 100% about shedding the blood of, innocent, of the innocent. And so... In uh, the medical fields, right, concerning the vaccines, they used aborted fetal cell tissue concerning the development of these vaccines. So many of our uh, members, a lot of people and our, our listeners all around the world in our nation actually received religious exemptions from our ministry because uh, our ministry in the Bible is against abortion. It's against the shedding of innocent blood. And so uh, we are completely against any products or vaccines in affiliation with abortion. And so, again, right, what's happening right now in the headlines, the Supreme Court's willing to potentially overrule Roe v. Wade, right? We are on the crisp of the 50th year. So this goes back to January 22nd, 2019. A lot of you guys just don't even realize that this happened. January 22nd, 2019, when New York literally signed late-term abortion into law on the exact anniversary of the uh, passing of Roe v. Wade. And so ever since then, eight states have joined and where these people can literally, you can literally can kill an innocent baby uh, all the way up to the very day it is born. And some of these states will allow for the baby to be killed even after it is born. So um, now the when did the official first case of COVID, the very original first COVID case was announced in the United States. On January 22nd of 2022 in Seattle, Washington, the very exact day. So this is not a coincidence here. 
So now, if you look at the word Tav for 572, all right, the Israelites, they were commanded to place three marks on their doorposts, the side and the top, or the top and both of the sides. So uh, it's going to be, uh, now it's about to be Jewish near 5783. So we are dealing with the number three, and this is where it connects. This is where uh, 2022, 5782 comes into play concerning this coming new year. So there is a marking. There is the, the act of marking before judgment occurs. The Israelites marked their doorposts before the plague of death occurred. The prophet Ezekiel concerning the temple, they marked the foreheads of those in the temple who grieved over the sins being committed before judgment and destruction began and uh, before Babylon's conquest of Israel. Now, in Revelation, the mark is also given before judgment starts occurring. So, the third letter in the Hebrew alphabet, okay, for our coming new year, for 5783, or 2023, is the word gimel. In the English, it's G-I-M-E-L. Now, the pictograph, the picture for the letter gimel, it looks like a camel, where the uh, classical form of this letter actually looks like a man that's constructed from the Hebrew vav and a Hebrew yod, and it actually points to the left indicating the direction that the man is walking. And so the word gimbal, this word is actually also derived, it comes from the root word of gimbal, G-E-M-U-L. That word gimbal means justified repayment or the giving of a reward and punishment. And so the year for 2022 or TOF, all right, there's this marking that is taking place. There's also this also this end of a cycle occurring, the end of the Shemitah or the Holy Year. And going into 5783, all right, this September, the Gimbal, okay, there is a Jubilee of Roe v. Wade, the 50th year happening. So the pictograph of Gimbal, the Yod pointing that points to the left, all right, it's and its root word Gimbal, which means punishment uh, or uh, the retribution. So when you put it all together and in context, over the last 50 years, beginning with Roe v. Wade, and in context of the last seven years, 2015 was also the year where gay marriage was legalized in the U.S. through our liberal through that liberal Supreme Court system. And so if this year marks the end of a cycle or the end of a period, and if the, uh, the mark occurs before judgment is executed, then we can say that an era of anti-biblical laws and acts are coming uh, that were not that were occurring are not only about to come to an end, but are about to be judged. This is about God finally holding accountable to this extreme liberalism, the idolatry and worship of liberalism in the Democratic Party. COVID-19, ladies and gentlemen, was not the main act. It was the prelude, the marking that took place, the distinguishment between truth and lie from real, from fake, authentic, from counterfeit. And so how does this apply to the nation? What is the application to the church? And how does this apply to Israel? And how does this apply to you personally and to you and me personally and to our families? Now, first, concerning the nation, okay, 5783 Gimbal. Okay, this means that judgments are about to occur against this 
current administration in the worst form, the absolute worst form. COVID-19 was a walk in the park comparison to what I believe is about to happen. And I believe it could very well mean the very extinction and the very end of the Democratic Party as we know it into liberalism. And so God is about to bring judgment against them concerning abortion and all the other anti-biblical uh, policies that they have put forward. So in addition, in addition to that, I believe every person who is responsible for putting Joe Biden in office, right, is about to be held accountable, not just legally, but by God himself. And this includes those who voted for him. Now, secondly, concerning the church, Okay, we're finding we're about to find out who is who. We're about to, uh, just like in the Exodus concerning the, uh, and, and just like in Ezekiel concerning the first temple, judgment begins first with the house of God. And so, just like how COVID nineteen politically targeted Christians and churches, all those fake prosperity churches out there, all the fake imitators of Christianity, those who claim to be authentically Christian. Right, God has already marked everybody. It's already happened. And so the Lord is about to bring judgment on all those people and all those churches, and they're going to cease to exist one way or another. It's going to be like the most horrific time to be a prosperity church or a prosperity pastor or to be a fake Christian. Um, and all those liberal churches, all those liberal left-leaning churches who played a major part in passing of abortion and late-term abortion, God's about to deal with him worse. He's about to deal with them worse than he did with the seven churches of Revelation. And they're about to find out exactly who the Lord God really is. You know, you have all these people that say, oh, God would never do that. Jesus will ne would never do that. Well, uh, read the book of Revelation. Read about what happened to the seven churches of Revelation. Read the words of Jesus and what he said to them concerning the warning to repent. Now, thirdly, concerning personally, all right, how does this apply to us personally, to our lives and our family? Again, look at what happened in Exodus. Retribution is coming, okay? Correction is coming. Judgment is coming, both blessing and curse. And so if you are someone who has been faithful, you've been obedient, you've been living your life according to the Bible, all right? Someone who has been in complete truth, whatever wrong that has been committed against you, I believe is about to be rectified. And not just rectified, but amplified, exactly as the Bible says, how a thief must pay back over sevenfold the amount that was stolen. Well, your time of reaping, all right, your time of reaping, that sevenfold is coming, and you're going to finally, you're going to be the one, we're going to be the one that comes up top, on the top this time. So for everyone else, right, most likely all the people who will ne probably never watch this video or this message their time's up. It's up. They're, uh, they're going to answer for every single vote that they casted. They're going to answer for uh, every wrong thing that they've done, for every bloodshed that has been shed, especially concerning abortion. Now, the war with Russia, all right, it's not going away. It's just, you know, not going away. You look at headlines today, it says, in fact, Russia is now winning. They're uh, uh, progressing a lot more. It's going to get a lot worse. China, at some point, they're going to enter the war. And so if you look at inflation, you look at all the rising prices that are happening, okay? There's an economic hurricane on the horizon that is coming. So, but for the folks who have been diligent, all the people out there who have been watching, who have been pr preparing, 
who've been paying attention, all the people who are doing what they were supposed to be doing, you guys are going to come out on top on this, all right? You're going to be more blessed than uh, you've ever been probably in your entire life. Blessings uh, and great outpouring is coming for you. And so Jesus tells us in Matthew 25, 29, that for, for, uh, to everyone who has, uh, will, uh, everyone who has will be given, uh, for to everyone who has will more be given and he will have abundance, but from him who has not, even what he has will be taken away. So guys, it's, we're final. I think for us who have really just held our ground, who have stuck this out, we're finally just going to be thankful that we just endured. We held on. Uh, the, the day is coming, and it's coming. It's coming very soon. And so all those other people, man, God said they're not going to get away with it. Man, I, God's putting an end to it, and it's just going to be the worst day. Uh, it's going to be like hell on earth for the, all those uh, for all the liberals out there. So, uh, guys, I hope this has encouraged you. This is going to conclude this message and this teaching. So, if you have any questions, if you've got any comments or concerns, please get in touch with me. Uh, you can get in touch through our website, tribeofchristians.com, or send me an email or just comment below. Uh, or if you just want to share any feedback or encouragement or how this has impacted or how our ministry has impacted you, please let me know. I love hearing from y'all. So as always, stay encouraged. Keep running your race. Keep fighting the good fight of faith and never lose hope.